Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Fearless Generations with Terry Sayer and Kelly Fox. Welcome to Fearless Generations, 12 Steps to Freedom. I am Kelly Fox, and we are talking Step 7, Surrender. It is our last Monday of the month, and so we are doing integration. And you know what that means. One of our favorite guest coaches is here, Trish March. How are you doing tonight, Trish? I'm doing great. I'm so excited to be here with you tonight. We are excited to have you here as well. And Surrender has been a really great month um, of really getting this expanded view around Surrender. I love each time we do a step, even if it's the seventh time now that we've done this step, um, you know, I'm still learning new things. I'm still... Uh, you know, seeing different ways in my life where surrender has happened or surrender, I can choose to surrender in that area. And um, this month has been no different. So we also want to welcome my beautiful co-host, Terry Sarah. How are you doing tonight, Terry? I'm doing fine. I'm sorry I'm late. I was finishing up that order we were making. Yeah. So I got Uh, it done. (laughs) Good job. Um, So, Trish, to start us off, what is your definition of surrender? Um, So I think really surrender for me, I I always think of this in terms of um, skills I need to know for surrender. So for me, it's all about awareness and, you know, recognizing. That I'm in resistance is more often how I I see a need for surrender, right? Is I'm resisting something, whether it's something about myself or, you know, what I'm working on or, you know, my goals, I'm resisting something. And then I really have to ask myself, how willing am I to surrender and let this happen? Um, so for, for me, surrender is just allowing, allowing things to progress as they should. And, you know, um, I, I haven't always been able to do that. I, whether it's been, you know, past experiences, fear, things have come up for me where I've been in a lot of resistance and I've been really unwilling to surrender and let things happen like they should. You know, Rhonda Britton always says, let the work work you. And uh, that took me a long time to recognize what that was. And it's just being willing to surrender to the process and allow things to flow as they are. And, you know, you're practicing things as you're doing things and it's naturally taking hold and making changes in your life. So for me, surrender is all about releasing my attachment or releasing and being willing to release that resistance and just letting things go with the flow. So it's a little yeah. around the but my definition. <laughs> yeah, but I, I love that. I love how you brought up resistance. And because I don't know if I really tied those two together before, at least not consciously. And it got me thinking, what in my life am I resisting? 
And there are still some things that I can look at. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's true for everybody, right? Yeah, I would assume so. But thank you for saying that and making me feel better. I appreciate it. <laughs> well, I, I think have that. <laughs> yeah. I think that this month that we have, we really had some great coaches on and that have brought out uh, different uh, ways to look at surrender, Um, you know, like being humble and um, which was the one that kind of stands out the most to me right now. And I think that, you know, Humble to me is being teachable, uh, being open, and that's kind of where I feel like I am right now, where I'm I'm kind of, I'm open, I'm willing to look around and be, and be taught, okay, Kelly, do you see the resistance right here? What can you do about it? You know, maybe there's not something I can do about it right now. So let me look at a different area in which I have resistance and see if there's something I can do there. Um, and and I think that, that that is upping your awareness, like you said, being aware and being willing to look at all the different areas of your life. Is the resistance there? Um, maybe it's not, it's not big. Maybe it's little, but there's still something that can be done, can be practiced, um, can be looked at uh, to support you in surrendering a little further. I think that's a great point. And I I think another thing, too, is that there's so often we feel like we have to control everything, right? Like, you feel like you got to control your life and you know, everything, every aspect. And when things are out of control, then you automatically go into overwhelm. Well, what if, what if you just surrendered and you didn't, you know, you, you allowed yourself to be out of control? Like, what would that look like? You know, I think that, you know, people are so worried about controlling things. And, you know, for me, I really feel like control is an illusion. <laughs> so oh my God. I have really, I really surrendered into that. Like, you know, and realizing that, you know, the only thing I can really master and take care of myself, take care of is me. You know, that's the only thing yeah. I can control. So trying to control all those things outside of myself, it's just, you know, it's too much. <laughs> it's too much emotion. Mm-hmm. It's, too much. it's just too much. So let's just surrender that and allow what is going to happen, happen, and then work through that. You know, so it's yeah. been a exercise for me in a lot of different ways to look at surrender um, and in preparing for tonight, I was like, wow, you know, I didn't realize that I had really incorporated this into my life as much as I have. You know, another thing mm-hmm. about surrender is being vulnerable, right? You know, um, yeah. and that goes with the humble that you mentioned earlier. You know, allowing yourself to be vulnerable is very humbling. It's very humbling to me. And it also goes with that control that I was talking about, right? Like, it's easier for me to be hard and be strong and be in constr- and try to be in control than it is for me to actually soften and to be vulnerable and to be humble, mm-hmm. right? It, you know, and to, to try to control everything or to be hard or to have to be strong all the time. Right. So yeah. if you can surrender into 
that other aspect of yourself, it really allows for so many other opportunities and things to be open and, you know, to, for you to gain so many other aspects of yourself. <clears throat> so. yeah, I love that you said that, um, that you mentioned opportunities because come next week we are talking about possibilities. That is our next step. And so you can see how each one kind of leads into the other and they together. And once you have all of them, you can, you know, draw on whichever one you want to start with, but they really do build. Like once you're able to surrender, you're able to see those possibilities. You're able to see those opportunities. And, um, and I, I love that you said that because, they really just flow right into the next. I said, Carrie, right what are there. you thinking? Yeah, thank you. Um, <clears throat> I, I really like what the conversation that you're having thus far, talking about resistance, talking about letting go of control. It's really, I think, when we attach our, attach our behavior, our actions, our thoughts, our words, to a specific outcome, and then when we do that, we think we're in control. And we become disappointed, frustrated, overwhelmed when that outcome doesn't occur. And so by surrendering, by letting go, by being open to what could happen, what might happen, then we're, we're telling the universe, and to me it's telling God, that I trust him, that I know he has my back. Because for me, surrender is a very spiritual uh, process for me. And Mm -hmm. it's trusting in my faith and it's trusting in my higher power. That when I can surrender my, you know, my need to be right, my need to be perfect, my need to control and I can surrender that and give it to God and then live as, you know, live in, live in a, a state of being where I'm open to guidance. I'm open to possibilities. I'm willing to listen. I'm, and Trish said, willing to be vulnerable, humble, whatever, you know, whatever word, loving, compassionate, and I'm willing to practice those principles that um, nurture my soul, then I, you know, I just, my life is going to be, still could be chaos. There's definitely still going to be challenges and opportunities, but when I have that openness and that degree of faith and trust, I'm going to continue to move forward knowing that it's going to be okay. And I think that when you get to that point, you've really surrendered. And and I've surrendered so much in my life since I started Fearless Living. Um, In particular, I've surrendered my, you know, my, some of my fear responses of being angry all the time and letting it fester, not letting the feelings just go through me. I, you know, I've, I've surrendered, many negative thoughts, negative self-talk, negative thoughts about the future. I try to live in the present. You know, all these steps that we've we've done up to surrender. Surrender is, to me, putting it all together 
And for me, it's an act of faith. And it just gives me the peace, and, you know, peace of mind and also an inner peace that allows me to, no matter what the situation, I can, I can surrender to the fact it's going to be all right. And that gives me faith to keep going. I love that. Yeah, I feel like if the 12 steps were a story, surrender is the climax. (laughs) And um, from this point on, it's like all the sweet stuff. I feel like surrender is that pivotal point where it's like that's when the decision's made. You know, like, are you really committed? Are you really all in? Are you ready to surrender? And if you are, all right, then let's let's go into possibilities. Let's write intentions. Let's trust ourselves. Let's, you know, have our passion and our love, right? And um, it's just like surrender is that, is that, okay, it's like that that final push out of the nest, I guess. Are you gonna do it? Are you are you gonna go for it? You know. So um, I love surrender as well. I uh, I think that's a great analogy, Kelly. I was thinking more like a roller coaster. Like you get to the top of the hill and then you kind of crest the uh, pinnacle of the roller coaster and it goes zooming down the other side because you yeah. know you're doing work doing work you're doing work you're doing work all the way up the roller coaster and then you get to surrender and it's almost like that choice point like if you're willing Mm -hmm. to surrender then you can move on to that next step of the of the possibilities and all that so i think that's that's a really great analogy of you know this is kind of like the culmination you're working 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 and then you get up there and the next steps are you know the lighter the more things you want to pull in the more things you want to bring into your life Mm -hmm. so great and I, I think that, yeah. you know, surrender so much about if you, you know, as we've talked about, you know, the fearless living concepts that you guys have been doing all year or for the last seven years, you know, we talked about expectations and how things come up. And I think that so much of people people holding tight to their beliefs or their, their limiting beliefs, their, their patterns, their perceptions, you know, the things that they have in their past, you know, they're holding tight to those. Right, because that's the story they've told themselves. That's the evidence that they've had in the past, you know. And surrender is all about really, you know, opening up and releasing those things, and just allowing. It's almost like allowing yourself to be open and letting all that fear and yucky stuff that we've accumulated over time and hold on, held on to it because we thought that's what we were supposed to do. Just allowing that to leave you and release and you know you're or you're open it's like letting doves fly <laughs> let's get some more visualization there let doves fly out right and bringing peace into your life yeah i'm watching you poetic tonight no you're good um so trish what is a tool that supports you with surrendering Um, you know, I think that, uh, you know, using intention is really supportive to me, you know, being willing to practice, being willing to practice that surrender, 
Um, you know, and I, I think really um, so often, so often, as, you know, I mentioned earlier that kind of surrender, the opposite of that is resistance to me. So having mm-hmm. that awareness that I'm in resistance and then asking myself, is this really what I need? Is this really what I want? So it's almost like asking myself those questions about, you know, what do I need and want in this situation? And is it, is the resistance empowering me or is it disempowering me? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, Because so often I don't, until I realize that I'm like resisting it and I'm like, why am I resisting this so much? Like what's important about that resistance? So it's really directing myself again at the resistance and then being willing to say, can I let this go? Can I detach from this? You know, am I just trying, Mm -hmm. what am I trying to do here? Um, so it's really that awareness, being aware <laughs> and then being willing to make a different choice. Um, I think one of the things that one of the tools that fearless living offers is the risk, the risk formula. That, yeah. I think that's a really great tool to, um, support people in, in, you know, dealing with, does everybody remember that one? <laughs> yeah. Walk us through it again, Trish. Oh, yay. <laughs> so, so the first step in that is to release your attachment to the outcome. So, you know, having, you know, having that resistance and holding on to it so tightly and then just really offering yourself, like, can I release the attachment to the outcome to this? Right? That's the first step. And then investing fully in your intention. So I talked about intentions and setting intentions and, like, reminding yourself of them, posting those around so that you can be fully present and fully engaged with that intention. Uh, standing for your truth, like knowing what you want and being willing to take it, being willing to take the steps necessary to get it. And then keeping kindness as a priority. So that's always a big thing with me is, you know, reminding myself to be compassionate and gentle and kind to myself. Um, mm-hmm. in that so this is really all about, you know, freedom and change and really that continuous integration of, you know, in my fearlessness, I suppose. Um, and this mm-hmm. is one of the foundational tools that Rhonda uses is the risk formula or that she she offers. So this really gives mm-hmm. us an opportunity to have courage, which I've been working really hard on, help me define, you know, what I'm actually, what my process is or what I'm actually looking for and really creates that opportunity for me to be committed to what I'm doing and to be compassionate with myself. Mhm. Yeah, yeah guys, I love that. For uh, for surrender. I don't know if we have, but I think there's so many tools in fearless living, and I feel like there's ones that you kind of latch onto, and then there's ones that you don't necessarily always think of. Hey, that would work in here. But I love that all of the tools pretty much can support you with anything. <laughs> Right. Um, yeah. When you were talking about the risk formula, I was thinking, well, there's the four A's too. And um, yeah. But for me, what I think of is seeing my innocence. Nice. And uh, you know, because like if I'm attached, all attached to something that happened in the past, or something I did, or something I didn't do, and I have these regrets or this guilt or the shame. Can I see my innocence in that? Can I see that I was 
I was just trying to get my needs met the best way I knew how. And now I know better. And so I don't do it that way anymore. And I can let go of when I did. And yeah. And so I think that seeing, seeing your innocence is a really great tool to support you in letting the past be in the past and not, um, you know, bringing it up to the, to the present or into the future with you, but just letting it, letting it be there. It happened and I can't change that it happened. But that doesn't mean that I'm going to do it today or tomorrow. And it doesn't define who I am. It's something I did. So th- those are things that um, that supported me with releasing um, or letting go or surrendering um, a lot of my past. And, and then creating... And stepping into this um, this new definition of myself, and it was, you know, and the past was not included in it. So that um, that's a tool that I think of when I think of surrender. We've also talked about forgiveness. Um, and how forgiving ourselves. So I think that's similar to seeing your innocence, but forgiveness can relate to either forgiving yourself or forgiving others. Um, And how forgiving others can be a little bit challenging in the sense of we don't want, we don't want to say that like what happened was okay um and and that has just um sorry i lost my train of thought but um well, but yeah but just forgiveness right? is for ourselves it's a release of power from some other source than our own so it it's 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 a way for us to take our power back and surrender right. the the weight or the whatever comes with what we're holding on to. I was actually just talking to a client about forgiveness, and I said, you know, it's releasing those intense emotions so that you have a choice. You can free up space in yourself to fill yourself up with some good, something that's good and yummy. But it also, releasing those emotions allows you to think more clearly about a situation so that you can determine your next steps and you can decide how you want it to be like you can surrender those emotions right and then you could decide your next steps you can decide how you want to handle it you can decide if you know there's another tool out there that you can use to help support yourself um so Mm -hmm. i think that's powerful powerful part of surrender yeah Yeah, i have found that that the three daily practices that you know we use with fearless living have been really powerful you know being compassionate with yourself you know, being honest with yourself and taking personal responsibility. Um, having oh, that's Terry's favorite one, Trish. Mm. Yes. Oh, did I stumble on your tool, Terry? <laughs> no. So far, you said every, both of you have said every tool there is. So I'm just listening. <laughs> Don't need my input tonight. <laughs> we have not said every tool. Mm. <laughs> well, I can't think of another one. 
so I, I love the three daily practices. I also use the, um, you know, understanding what's in your control and what's in your control. That's the other tool I use just because I, when I'm resisting, I'm like, is this really, am I resisting that something in my control or am I resisting something that's out of my control? And then allowing myself to detach from those things that are outside of my control. That really decreases mm-hmm. my stress. Yeah, for sure. Um, I just noticed that my countdown clock isn't working. So we are just about five minutes away from the end of the show. So I wanted, Trish, I wanted to give you the opportunity to share what your what is the most important thing you would want one of our listeners to walk away with tonight? And then after that, I would love for you to share ways for our listeners to be able to get a hold of you. Great. Well, thank you. Um, I think the most important thing that I, the way I feel about surrender is all about um, releasing attachment and releasing resistance. So if you know a way to help yourself um, let go of that attachment to things, let go of your, get, let go of the surrender or let, let go of the resistance so you can surrender, I think that is a really supportive way to help yourself move forward in your path, whatever your path may be. And, you know, I, everybody has different ways of doing it. Everybody has different tools that speak to them. So it's really finding the right one for you to really help you, you know, as you said, that, that kind of the pinnacle of the mountain or the pinnacle of the roller coaster, you know, this is the final step before you get to take the the car down the other side. Um, so if you can find a tool or find a way to support yourself in releasing that resistance, releasing the um, attachment and really embracing surrender, you know, and really, there's another thing that we say in Fearless Living, do the best you can when you can, or wait, do what you can, the best you can, wait, wait, I said it wrong again. Do what you can, when you can, the best you can. <laughs> there you and go. That is, you know, if you can recognize where you are and the effort that you're putting forward and, you know, just recognize that you're doing the best you can in whatever situation, I think that's a huge way to, to look at it and, and attach from the outcome and remove the resistance and just allow yourself to surrender. Um, because yeah. that's going to be, the, that's going to be the step before all the goodness comes, right. In whatever mm-hmm. way you function. So yeah, it's just finding that peace. And uh, just to wrap up, I'm right now I'm, my Facebook group seems to be going well. I'm every month I'm doing a different exercise. I haven't decided what I'm doing yet for May. But I'm excited to find that out in the next few days before the month starts. <laughs> so this month has been yes month. And um, I actually just finished a contract with myself um, based on Ooh. some of the things that I did for the month of uh, commitments that I'm going to commit to myself and hold myself accountable for. Um, so that was part of my yes month is to kind of go through some different exercises and find out exactly what I felt I could do, what what I could do, when I could do it, and the best I could do it. So that I could um, start doing more, focusing more on self-care and moving myself forward in my personal journey. Um, so I've been really excited about that. So some new things coming up. And um, 
So we'll see what May has to hold. And my group is called uh, Growing to Greatness, or Grow into Greatness, really. And uh, it's been a really great, fun exercise and uh, fun community for the last few months. So if you're interested in yeah, joining, that's a lot of fun. Thanks. I will put the information in um, in your Fearless Generations group. All right. Well, we want to remind you that the 12 Steps to Freedom were created by Rhonda Britton, the CEO and founder of the Fearless Living Institute. And you can find out more about Rhonda and the Institute at fearlessliving.org. You can find Terry and I at fearlessgenerations.org or on Facebook. Um, our Facebook group is called Get Fearless at Any Age with Fearless Generations. And we would love to have you there. Um, please check out our website, though, and our virtual events. We have events going on all the time, and we would love to have you participate in them. And Terry, love you. So glad to have you as my co-host. Uh, Trish, thank you again for being here with us and giving Fearless Generation so much of your time. We truly do appreciate it. And until next week, everyone, be fearless. Be fearless. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive of offers. 15178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. 